Welcome back for another episode of the AWG Podcast, where we discuss the biggest topics and trends in the water sport and boat tour industry. Make sure to subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform and join our mailing list by visiting watersportpodcast.com. After you finish listening, continue the conversation in our Facebook group, Water Sport and Boat Tour Operators. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. They come to relax. Enjoy the beach. Have fun and spend money. And that's where we come in. This is the Awkward Water Sport Guys Podcast. Find out tips on the best ways to market and operate a water sports business. If you're a water sports operator, you need to grow your brand, operate more safely, upgrade your operations, and of course, increase bookings. We're industry veterans, broadcasting from Destin, Florida. This is the Awkward Water Sport Guys podcast, and this is Kevin O'Neill and Greg Fisher. Hey, everyone, and welcome to episode 55 of the Awkward Water Sports Guy podcast. On today's show, we have an interview with Neil Bolove, CEO and founder of Pick Thrive, based out of Kitchener, Canada. Uh, another Canadian on the show. Is that our third one? Third Canadian on the show, Kevin? Uh, I don't know, man. I don't. I don't see national boundaries. I just see people, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was our, he was our neighbor to the north. I believe he was the third. That was my Canadian accent. Do you know what we're we're from? Like. You know, Detroit, Basically, right? Not yeah. right on the border, like yeah, you know, we're we right can... there, Windsor. But but they don't, they they don't consider like people from Windsor like true Canadians. They're like it's like no, those Windsor people. I've spent a lot of time in Canada. Anyway, um, look, I want to address uh, one thing. Uh, way just a side topic from the show. Um, you know, Greg uh, uh, messaged me this afternoon. He's like, hey man, can you fill out this? Uh, can you fill out this this uh, uh, survey? And, I, and it's like, I get so many emails. Sometimes I'm really bad about like, I'll have something going on and I just didn't pay attention to it, which I believe 27 more of you have done the same thing. Guys, we need this survey filled out. I, I messaged about 25 people in my personal, from my personal uh, Facebook account, asked you guys to fill that questionnaire out. Guys, like, listen, you're not, you're not giving away the keys to the kingdom by giving a little bit of information about your business. Like we need to be able to have studies and understand numbers and demographics about water sports because they're really, there's like nothing out there. There's, there's literally like no information on in our sector. And, and we're not, you know, I think I said something before, you know, we're not giving hand jobs in the alley. It's not some dark little terrible thing we're doing. You know, I get liability, blah, 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 blah. But we need data. Like we need to accrue data on our industry so we can figure out how to prepare for pandemics, hurricanes, the, so the business services that are geared to us. Like we're not an industry. This is part of what me and Greg have been trying to do by creating a community. So please do us a favor, fill out this. It's a very short questionnaire that asks some questions about your business and it helps gives the team from Arrival some data so they can do an, an in-depth analysis of what our industry looks like. And it's only going to be beneficial for us. So please, Fill out that survey if you get emailed, if you see anything on social, if you get an email, if I come knocking on your fucking door with a clipboard, fill out the fucking survey, okay? I'm okay. glad you said something because I totally forgot. I got you, Greg. I felt bad that I didn't I, that I didn't fill it out. But I got lost in the rigmarole. I got and I got another thing from San Diego, and then I started getting them. And, and you get copy of this survey. You get the results. If you fill it yeah. out, you get the results. 
Yeah, so. it lets, data is wonderful, guys. And going into the 21st century, when your jet ski or boat rental, it wants to compete uh, compete with the activities that our AI overlords and virtual reality machines and Oculuses are offering. We want to have data because the computers that are we're going to be competing against, they're going to be way smarter than us. And they might they might create man killing robots with futuristic guns or something. I don't know. This could be turned into Terminator. It's this important. <laughs> Data is this important. <laughs> what have you been watching? Nothing. 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 Cartoon SpongeBob SquarePants all day. All day. All right. Go uh, ahead. Bring so, us in, man. Okay. So uh, on today's show, we talked about ancillary revenue opportunities, uh, more specifically photo sales. Uh, Pick Thrive is one of the largest uh, digital photo uh, distribution companies, they partner with uh, tour operators so they can uh, sell digital photos of experiences. And uh, Neil is is a, kind of a figurehead in the industry. You can find him at lots of conferences. Their company is growing really fast. I think he said 100 million photos have been uploaded to their platform. So, Oh, it's awesome. He sold almost as many as I have. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, this interview... Uh, we really, you know, ripped the bandaid off on, on Neil because, uh, Kevin, I, is a, I did, you're a very nice guy creating relationships. I was the guy, I was an asshole on the show. So yeah, I definitely ripped, ripped the bandaid off or made him go to the store to buy a box of band-aids probably. <laughs> but you know what? This is why this show I think is so great because we give, you know, we don't hold any any punches we we want to know we we want to give everyone the information they need about uh different services and and processes and things like that and digital photos is is a thing that might work really well for some businesses and not work well for others and kevin kind of took the the stance of you know his experience working on a parasol boat he had extremely high conversion rate and, you know, really, I mean, that's, I think that's the, the position that some of them are in that are, are doing it manually and they're thinking about digital and the pros and cons. And we discussed it on the show, which I think is going to be, it's not only is it entertaining, but it's extremely informative. It's going to make you think. I'm going to tell you yeah. that. And hopefully it makes you some more money uh, because we get to dive into my favorite upsell, which was probably the shittiest upsell we had this year, uh, which is photos. I didn't put a lot of time or effort into it. Um, just so we're clear here, this isn't me going in, launching into a, 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 <laughs> a pitch for, for poor pick drive because I did go pretty hard at Neil. I made a comment that uh, we're going to go ahead and edit out. But what I said was, is that I wouldn't use your product, and I and I said it in a kind of like a derogatory way. And I, and I, and and when Neil listens to this, I I did not mean to come off like that. I was I was what I was speaking to was the was the greater, um, uh, the greater scope of how as entrepreneurs, business owners, we tend to chase every single new bright shiny thing. And what happens is, is you can get lost in a myriad of products that are chipping away at your bottom line. So look, if there's something that you're really, really good at, uh, if you're the world's greatest parasailer, but additionally, you're the world's greatest diesel mechanic, then you don't hire a diesel mechanic or go to a diesel mechanic shop. You do it yourself or you're trained. So when you, if you talk to me and what my net sales or my, my gross sales are versus what Greg's net gross sales are, there's a lot of things Greg's pays and has in-house 
So for me, what I was trying to say is that for me, I will design and have a standing op, a standard operating procedure for my photo sales to keep convergence high, to keep costs low, and to keep my bottom line healthy, which is as all business owners, that is our number one objective. As we learn and grow, we make a lot of costly mistakes. And what I meant that at my in my career that I understand good systems and processes for photo sales. Now, I didn't act like it this year. And 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 maybe I should have followed up with if you're a beginner operator and you want to sell photos but you don't have a procedure or you know, a fucking clue as how to do that, then Pick Thrive might be a solution for you. If you are a seven or ten or ten figure or mid seven figure company that has resources, that has time, that has an understanding of how a certain product works that you don't necessarily need to outsource that. You don't need to go to a mechanic or a photo sales or a online waiver or even pay for SEO products or even pay-per-click. I pay for many of these things. So for me personally, do I need a pick thrive to sell photos or help me increase my conversions? No, only because I have a very, very, very deep understanding of how selling photos works. So Neil, I do apologize to you for that. I did not mean to come across as being like a, a you know, like a dismissive, a, dismissive asshole. But uh, when you guys tune in, you, you, I, I, I don't, I don't wait to go in on it. So uh, <laughs> a, a little bit, and I feel like Greg maybe felt like Greg has been gone in on the commission thing so hard, like oh, twenty percent, uh, you know what I mean? Well, why would I pay you and this and this and this and this and that? But you know, at the end of the day, if if a pick thrive can come and increase the conversions by fifteen percent. And whatever the the cost it is to do that or 15%, you know, value add to your business, then, I mean, it's a no brainer until you can figure something out to do that in house. So, Neil, I apologize. The rest of the show hopefully isn't super combative. I never really listened back to him. Greg does the editing. He said, hey, Kevin, uh, you might have been over the top on this one. And uh, I take his word for it. Well, I agree. No, I would just want to uh, agree with you about as TripShot gets bigger, we start bringing a lot more stuff in-house. Like we used to outsource SEM. Now it's in-house. We used to outsource um, our content modules for writing blogs. Now we wrote our own script. It's in-house. Everything we started, bigger we get, the more stuff we bring in. We create positions instead of outsourcing them. So uh, I agree with what you say. And there's some pieces of software that we'll never, ever replace, like our CRM, because right. it's a very complicated tool. So, um, there's just, so yeah, I, I totally, uh, I totally agree with that assessment. So anyways, without further ado, let's, uh, let's get, let's get to our interview. Let's definitely get awkward on this one. Oh yeah. Hey everyone. And welcome back. I'm here with Neil Bellevay, co-founder and CEO of Pick Thrive. Neil, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Before we get started uh, with our topic today, and as we talked about in the intro, we're talking about ancillary sales, more, specific, more specifically about uh, photo sales and how to monetize uh, the, the, the photo process in, in, your, um, in your checkout flow and in your post-sales uh, post flow. But uh, Neil, tell us about how you got into uh, the business of selling digital photos. Yeah. Yeah. Uh- Fun story. In this, I was working for investment banks. Um, 
and I quit and went backpacking around the world for about a year. And during that time, I was doing fun things like jumping out of airplanes, jumping off the side of cliffs, rafting, zipline, you, you, you name it. And tour and activity operators were taking photos or video of that experience and trying to sell it to me on CD or USB. Problem is I was just traveling with my phone. Um, and I'm like, if you get it to my phone so I can actually see the photos, then I'll buy them because then I'm able to A, see them, relive that experience and B, share and show off the, that experience with my friends and family back home. No one could. Um, so my brother joined me for uh, for some of the trip as well. And he was noticing the same frustration. And he was a software engineer at Amazon at the time. Uh, we then decided, well, let's help tour operators with this tech shift um, and help them deliver photos to their guests' phones and make it way easier than what they were doing before. So we built our software by working behind the photo desks of tour and activity operators throughout North America. We even camped at a zipline for multiple nights and getting that feedback from the owners, the operator or the owners, the operators, managers, staff, um, and the guests and building that all into our platform from firsthand experience. Um, and yeah, we, we launched our platform. We're in a bunch of countries throughout the world and we've got coming up on close to a hundred million, uh, photos and videos uploaded to our platform. So that comes with a lot of learning and experience, um, uh, along the way. So it's been, been a fun journey. All right. I got, I, I, so I made a, I made a note. So the guys that couldn't close you without you seeing the photos, let me make sure if I got this right. First off, fuck those guys. <laughs> yeah, I got that right. Who couldn't close you without seeing the pics or the video. What's <laughs> not right there. What's not like that? Those guys fucking suck. Dude, I would have fucking sold you guys photos like off my parasail boat. I would have got I would have got you like on a fucking roll of film, man. You would have bought that shit. I guaranteed. No, just because it's hard to get a roll of film, but I'm a hard customer. (laughs) No, no. no, Listen, dude, when I have you attached to a fucking parachute and I'm trying to I'm trying to qualify you right there and I'm revving the engine and shit. You're like, oh, my God. I'm like, you're going to buy him. You're going to buy him. You're going to buy him. Like, (laughs) the first thing I tell a zipline operator, I'd like before you click that motherfucker into that zipline, I will qualify. Be like, oh, you don't want photos. All right. (laughs) 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 Fucking FOMO, right? Fear of missing out on living. (laughs) Like four dollars, forty dollars photos. Yeah, yeah, no, it's fine. Yeah, so I I don't want to, I don't want to bang you up too bad, but I, I, I do, man. I gotta, I gotta hate you. So, so, um, I'm not gonna talk conversion numbers on our parasail boat with photos, but they were ridiculous. Like that, that would be my first objection for just us. And and I think it's it's a, just a dead issue. If somebody goes, I'm converting 90% of our customers doing it the way we're doing it. It's like, man, that's such a fucking hard, like, ugh, you know, but how many like real sales guys do they have like driving those parasail boats are involved in the photos and like we're I mean we were brutal you know what I mean like people were legitimately scared and they just fuck it fuck it I'll buy them I'll buy them we had our system so I think in our particular situation we're one of those guys that are pretty going to be pretty hard to sell but and 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 I don't want to get like super deep really fast but I just want to get it out of the way like so what do you do if somebody's like if they're using like whips if they have android if they have like Android and iPhone whips and they're just putting an SD card in and uploading them straight to your phone on site, how do you, 
How do you? I love how Kevin just wants to rip the bandaid off. We're like, I do. I, I, I want to get it done, and then we're going to talk about all the great features of your of your product <laughs> because I know there's great shit, dude. I'm not here to like tear you apart or anything like that. It's not, I promise you, it's not. But as soon as like I I knew what your service was. I knew about Pick Thrive before going into this. I did. I just I didn't know what you guys charge, and then I was like, you know, Greg's affiliate marketer, you know, so like twenty percent. What the fuck? Like my head exploded. Like, well, man, I'm like making a hundred grand, and no way I'm paying twenty grand because our costs are already low. Whips are super cheap, and an SD card is. I mean, because because you can reuse it. I mean, what do you say to somebody who who's that has that objection? We're in the tours activity space, and even within the water sports space, it's diverse. Um, and the biggest like feedback we get from our customers, and from day one, we went when we were working behind desks. It's just like make this simple and easy. We want it simple and easy. Um, the if you're taking photos of a net with uh, on, on parasailing, and it's common there, you're you're taking that photo video, and you've got an SD card. And you just hand it to them. Um, that's fast and easy. And if that's that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. And if guests are buying it, that's not what we're doing, though. That's not what we're doing. You're that's putting it onto their their phones. Yeah, there's a whip, uh, just an SD adapter, plugs in their phone, ten bucks. You pop that thing in there, fucking boom, onto their phone in in seconds. It's 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 really it's fast. I do my photos that way on my jet ski tours. The yeah, that's yeah. You you're not lying. Like right off the block, you're you're coming in. So, <laughs> so goodbye. <laughs> and see a nice screen here. Um, <laughs> the shortest episode ever. The uh, you're hitting it on a key point. It's it's make it simple and easy, and that's that's where it's simple and easy for you. Um, and you know how hard it is to just get a like hold on to pass your phone to somebody else and trust them with your phone. Um, your customers got that anxiety when they're handing your phone to the, or to you for you to load what you say or photos and videos onto their phone. Then they got to go through all that content um, and find what they want, post it online, upload it um, themselves. And then you're kind of missing out on some, depending on what you're doing, but you're missing out on some key aspects in there, in the, in the customer journey, you're going, it's on your phone. It's done. Um, that's not my problem. Um, and I'm not thinking about that customer journey. Do you want, um, what do you want that customer journey to look like for the guest after they've, they've got their photos and videos with, uh, what we do is because we're getting the feedback from from everybody is going, what does the guest want? Well, they do want instant access to their photos, but they also want to share and show off. And when they do, we make it so that that benefits not only the guest, um, but also the, the tour operator. Um, what ends up happening is sometimes maybe they on their next trip, they drop their phone in the water and they can't access that content anymore. Well, you as the tour operator can save the day. You can quickly find those photos, resend them out to them. Uh, another thing as an operator is you want to use that content for marketing. You've captured spectacular footage and now it's gone on that other person's phone because you probably wiped out the SD card and you're on to the next. Well, we've got a huge database of all these photos that our operators give to their marketing people, social media, like billboards, you, you name it. 
they go through and they find their best content and post it. Um, so they have this unlimited supply. So there's there's more in that journey other than just here's an SD card that's plugged into your phone um, and see you later. Yeah, Fair enough. Kevin, I got a question for you now. You this was, I mean, you parasail what five years ago is when the last flight you did. Is that about right? Yeah, and then I took all the money I made, all the shitloads of cash, and, I, and, that, and all my money that I didn't give to anybody else, and I started my business. Okay, Thank God for the fact I wasn't there. I'd okay. be one last boat. <laughs> I bought the shit because he just sold me. I'm done. I'm done doing it the way I did it. <laughs> when you sold the packages on the boat, what was the form of payment that was typically used? Credit card. It's credit card. Mm-hmm. Okay. Was it? Would you say like majority was credit card? Mm-hmm. Yep. Why? I would say if if cash was the majority, I might my question would be: Well, less people are using cash, and that could be a hindrance. If let's say that they wanted it now and they needed a hundred dollars in cash to give it, because that could have been a problem. We, 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 I, I, no, we work at. I was a great problem solver for all this. I can't take I can't take credit for the whip thing. One of my mates, guys, because we were doing CDs. And they, I was like, well, what? We, we sell CDs, you know, you know uh, how many times did I have to hear that? What am I going to do with the CD? You know what I mean? What am I going to do with an SD card? I don't even, can't even shove that shit in a Mac. Did, so. they, did they see the pictures beforehand? Or you just? Never. I would, okay. we would cut, we would break that CD in half and stab them if they didn't pay, pay us. I had a mate, I kid you not, they were nuts, man. I had a mate, he would qualify them. They would say yes. He would, And I mean, this is like notorious, like, telemarketing like bullshit we were terrible we'd be on the back deck and the guys just wouldn't take no for an answer they weren't launching until they said yeah just to get a mate to shut the fuck up they'd be like yeah fine we'll get them go off the back deck they fly come back and now we're good we don't want them i had a mate who would block them from getting off the boat he would stand at the stairs and just be like no man, it's 40 bucks you said you were gonna commit you're gonna commit man like we got a lot of shitty yeah it was awful it sounds like this your parasol boat was like a timeshare Right. Dude, <laughs> terrible. It was awful, dude. Like if I did one tenth of the shit at my company that I did over there, dude, I'd be like, get the fuck. I don't care how much money you're making me, dude. Like you are, you're terrorizing our guests to buy photos. It was, it was, it was pretty bad. <laughs> so honestly, I, I think your situation is kind of like the outlier, Kevin, of the timeshare uh, high sales pitch. And you made a lot of money doing it. But mm-hmm. I think that uh, I prided some, myself on it. You did. I, and it. I every, almost every show I hear about <laughs> your photo. But what, what Neil is, is saying is really interesting because there is like so much more than just the money generated. And honestly, I think for the Paracel captain and crew, it's it, it's very beneficial for them to get the money right there. But for the business and the company as a whole, you know, Neil's you know, software is actually doing a lot more because you have the social sharing aspect. Once they get the photos and buying them and then sharing them. On I, social I, media I, listen, and I gotta, the, I'm sorry. I gotta, I gotta fucking, I gotta call it, man. Like I, I'm, you know, we're, we're honest. Like everybody listen to this show. We're going to bring on products and services. I've never used pick thrive. I can't say if it's the bees needs or the greatest thing ever, or if it's fucking, I like the way I do it. I'm going to continue to do the way I do things, but I got to call, I got to call that man, because it's like, I mean, you upload photos to someone's phone 
Like it's, it's done, done and done like that. I mean, it's not, it's, it's like, I mean, this isn't like a, like fucking like, what do I do now? Like you fucking share them on Facebook. Like I'm pretty sure Apple does a pretty good job of fucking making sure you can upload your photos to social media. Like, I don't think it's like that huge of a barrier to entry that like needs somebody like guiding their hand. What I will give you is that we have had, yes, I did. The lose my phone thing has happened. Um, uh, there had been, oh, I forgot, I forgot to get them. I forgot to get the photos. Um, I, so for, for UX, for a flawless UX, I will give that to you. Now, if I'm doing a cost benefit analysis, if that at the end of the day, that cost to me outweighs the amount, like, cause I can track it. I can look at our emails and I can filter my emails and say, Hey, this is how many photo packages we lost due to people, whatever. And we had to erase the card. Now, granted, I also keep like a hundred cards or 150 cards on stack. They're all numbered. If they're all, they're numbered, they're put into our system for the day. Like people, like we, I do watch that. So I do kind of try and problem solve for that when and if we can, I can't always count on my, uh, my say, my staff to make sure that that's 100% happening. So there has been instances where like, Hey, your photos are lost. But at the end of the day, like if I'm looking at, um, you know, anywhere from uh, depending on how much you're selling the photos for, but a five to 20%, depending on delivery method, uh, like according to what your uh, pick drive marketing, it's like three, three for photos, five for video up to 20%. If you do online storage, then I, then I have to take those costs into consideration and go, okay, did we lose 10 photo packages? It was 400 bucks. Well, at $5 a photo package and we're doing, I mean, our, to be honest, man, we were probably doing when I left and those guys are probably doing more now, like somewhere around $400,000 in photo sales. Like it was not, these are not small numbers, like it was big, big photo money. So to say like 5%, 400 grand, that's, you know, $20,000. And if you, the 20%, you know, mix that in there, you call it 10, I mean, 40 grand, that's a lot of money. You have to track those numbers and say, am I losing 40 grand in photos? And if I, and that's just me, that like, this is something that I feel that we did a pretty good job of perfecting. Look for the uh, for the operator that's not like fucking like oh my god what am I gonna do with these photos this is everything to me no they're dealing it's like 15 percent ancillary income it might be something that's just like well I'm not going through all this bullshit I don't want to answer angry emails like no just upload it to a seamless database I love tech man there's a lot of shit I pay for I pay Fair Harbor like. I mean, a hundred of thousands of dollars in booking fees when I could keep that 6% in booking fees. But again, that cost is worth it to me. I'm like, I'm not going through and, you know, going through all these different systems and making sure that we run the same reports. Like at the end of the day, if this is ancillary income and you need something like an all-in-one done for you service, and it's just like, fuck it, I don't rather deal with the headache because it represents a very small portion of my income then I think a service like Pick Thrive or you know whatever similar photo. I'm sure you're not the only Pick Thrive out there. You're the only one I've heard of. Um, but you know I'm sure it's a great product because for somebody that who, who optimizes, who converts at ninety percent or something like this, you know, and your your team converts at ninety percent, it's a very hard sale for me personally. But I mean that's not every operator. I would say it's the majority not operators are like me. So I do see the benefit of what you're doing. Uh, absolutely. Well, I, I'd to, like, I'd like yeah. to hear from Neil. Yeah. I'm some sorry. Sto- I like, to, <laughs> I like to hear from Neil, some stories of how operators that had a traditional photo, photo, um, process that converted yeah. to digital. I want to, I want to hear those stories because Kevin is the antagonist. 
here. And I don't I, usually not. <laughs> and he's the antagonist. And and obviously your company has a hundred million photos uploaded, and that's not by by chance. It's because that you are solving a problem in the marketplace. So do you have do you have a, a story that you could share of how a company has taken a, the physical photos into digital and walk us through that process? Yeah. Uh, the so I also have some questions for Kevin when. Uh, when oh I, yeah, here we um, go. I love it. Go get me. Take the gloves off, please. No, it's, this is good. <laughs> I mean, it's important because you're you're gonna find Kevin's. I'm sure I'm not the only one to you know be this guy. So hit me, man. Sell well, me. Well, you're, you're you're my favorite type to talk to because you're the hardest ones to convince. Um, but like, it's kind of going through what some of our typical customers are doing. It's, it's, they're with SD cards, they're with uh, uh, USBs, CDs. Uh, and most of the times, like when we call and speak to them, the, the most common objection is it works great. Like we are hitting good numbers. Uh, we don't need you. Um then what ends up happening is they see our platform and they realize that there are a lot of gaps in their 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 workflow within photos um, from the start to the finish. And that's where a lot of the opportunity is, where it is from the displaying for those guests to be able to view their photos. Um, so let's go say a traditional method. You go do the experience, then you go back to the gift shop to go view your photos. Uh, you put them up, the guests generally go view them. Um, and like not everyone's hitting that 90% number. That's that's where we come in and help to to get them up to those those bigger numbers. Um, and then bring in a lot of time savings along the way. But the amount of labor like some people have is they've got a one-on-one sales method where they need one person to physically sell to one guest a photo package, and then they end up spending more time just selling one photo than they do the whole photo album. Um, now, what do guests want? Well, some guests do just want one photos and some want the full album. Some just want video, some just want photos, or some want the whole package. Um, being able to quickly and or make it really easy for the guests to get that content is extremely important because what they want is to get their photos for that memory to share and show off into their phone. Uh, but they want it to be as seamless as possible. Um, the other benefits of uh, kind of going into the display of photos is if you have that gift shop, not every water sport operator does, but some do, where you're also selling other merchandise. Um, and that's where photos kind of go hand in hand, where people will be drawn in to go view their photos. And now you've got another opportunities to sell t-shirts and uh, other swag um, when they're looking at their photos and buying both. Um, so the Cutting out a lot of the labor in between um, and uh, capturing more sales because not everybody wants to uh, stick around to go view their photos. They got something else or little Bobby's having a hissy fit, so you got to go get them ice cream. So having that opportunity for a guest to go buy those photos online or scan a QR code and buy from their phone uh, is really bringing in this convenience for that guest. The guest is able to get that product how they want in a quick, easy way. And for the operator, 
they do one step on our platform and they're done. So I, so I, I, so somebody's converting. So I think the really interesting thing that you guys are doing, um, yeah. So gloves back on, gloves back on. <laughs> so it's okay, man. Don't, don't, don't run away. No, that. So the interesting thing is if you're con- converting at thirty percent, because that's where I'm at now. My photos and video sales are nowhere near what they were when I was working on a parasail boat for my dolphin tours. So I think the interesting thing that you're doing is that you're, um, you know, you're going after them later. You have the opportunity to increase those conversions at a later date if they, if you do have shitty numbers like that. If you're not selling photos and videos, now you have them in a database that you can come back later. And I mean, hell, man, that that could bump up to, they could bump your conversions up. I don't, I haven't looked at your data. I don't know, but let's just say even even ten percent is just money that's left on the table and that's i mean absolutely it's 20 you know we're 20 percent because we did that on the boat drop the, the sale you know what i mean like okay it's 60 bucks or whatever you know we want photos video 60 bucks and then you know we don't want it well don't tell anybody else we'll do it for 40 you know so at the end of the day it doesn't really it's not costing you anything so i like i said i don't it's not that i don't see value in your product i mean again I might be interested. I might even be interested today because I'm not down there fucking grabbing them by their necks. Like, you're going to buy these dolphin photos. You know what I mean? <laughs> and my, my staff's not like that. I care more about our reputation, our reviews than I do, you know, for photo sales. So I, I think that's really interesting. I helped one of our partners set up Pick Thrive on a multi-passenger dolphin cruise. And before Pick Thrive, they had a photographer that took pictures of everybody going on the boat. And then once they got off, the boat went out for two hours, it came back, and then they gave them actual physical photo, like an 8 by 10 They printed it out and gave it to them, kind of like what you see in a lot of attractions. They'll, or they'll print the photo out, and then you can look at it. If you don't want it, they just toss it in the garbage because it only costs $0.25, $0.30 cents to print. So what, I, what, they, what they saw with that, they were making, I don't know, a few hundred dollars a day on, on those pictures of just selling them. They went to Pick Thrive. And it just it just happened that Neil came on the show and it happened to be Pick Thrive that this was, but they changed it to where they put a photographer on the boat on the boat, and this is a 130 passenger boat. They took pictures of everybody on the boat that wanted pictures. They also took some landscape shots of dolphins and things like that. And then what they did was when they got off the boat, they gave them a uh, business card with a repeat, like a promo code to come back again on one of their other tours. And on the other side, it was a QR code with the uh, the viewing for the photos. So not only that though, when they left, a bulk text message went out from their reservation system of a link to the photos. And they absolutely crushed it. Now, I asked him months later uh, how he's done with it because to see how it compared with previous years of doing the physical photos. And it was highly more successful, even with paying the commission. And so being on a small private tour, it's much easier to kind of do what you did, Kevin. Like it's easier to sell that because it's a, it's a very private, especially unique experience. But when you have a large dolphin boat. Don't challenge me, man. Don't challenge me. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. Fucking Donnie adopted my system at sunset on the party cat and they fucking were running the same numbers. Eight to 80 to 90 percent. They qualified the customer there on the spot. They got payment. They got the yes. They got the payment. Now, granted, to be fair and to be completely honest and completely transparent, in order for them to get that kind of money, though, 
they had to cut them in at such a deep rate that the headaches from it outweighed the benefits. So it was like the crew was out there fucking blobbing their heads off, getting everybody they could qualifying, running their credit cards, selling them photo, fucking blah, 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 blah. but then they got rid of it. I'm glad you mentioned that because the crew was incentivized on the photos. So when they were leaving, they were they were giving the QR code and they were incentivized to to sell. They got a commission. I'll, I'll call, and that, and that was Donnie a big up. difference. Listen, that was I'll a big call difference. Donnie up and I'll pick him up. I'll pitch him on pick drive because I've been so mean to poor Neil. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I mean, they got it done, but they still they yeah. they did have a chink in their armor. They had a they it was so yeah. broken that they got rid of the photos altogether because it became such a headache. But honestly, they, Kevin, did, they did get it done. You know what I'm hearing? The theme is is that the crew is incentivized. Your crew got commission on the photos? Mom, yeah. yeah. We got the whole thing. Okay. So, and then also the on this the Dolphin Cruise uh company, their crew is incentivized. And Neil, I'd like you to just maybe speak on that. Is that a theme with a lot of these companies are they incentivizing their crew with picture sales? Sometimes it's the photographer if they've got a dedicated photographer on there, or if it's the guide. Uh, there, there are some kickbacks. It's not necessarily like the the rule of law. It all depends on how the operator wants to run it, um, and it is an effective tool to help incentivize sales. Um, and just remind guests the one of the also themes that you kind of hit on is uh, with water sports and other unique activities is there's this great opportunity for photos. Um, and it's a very lucky opportunity for operators doing this. Um, and there is a difference. What Like a lot of our customers are also larger ones where they're dealing with higher volume. So you can't really have one person dealing with one person and not letting them off the boat unless they buy the photos. Um, there's uh, a <laughs> um, the uh, it's it's also kind of changing that uh, the the sales to be uh, much more on the the guest terms and they do want the photos they do want to buy them uh, but they also want that it done in a, a, a nice way and then with these operators that are uh, lucky to have this revenue stream, just providing it in a quick, easy way for guests to get is extremely important too. So I have another question. So for the guy like me, that's like, do you have an added value prop? Is there like, so, all right, we mentioned social media. Do you add anything to the game that's not being done with just b2c photo sales is there something besides like oh we streamline your social media process like yeah i get that i i sort of you know what i mean i'm like eh, i don't really eh, it's kind of tough but is there anything that you're doing with the pictures besides social media do they have like filters they can is there anything else that you're adding to this that that makes it for a guy like me where i'm like oh well you know i don't or, see or it with that because i'm or web anal- and there's analytics or, or data visualization yeah yeah, so there to go into the data, it's uh, where are there holes in uh, what data operators are using? Um, so on the sales side within photos and sales. So we sometimes hear that, oh, we're hitting X sales mark. And then when they actually dig it, when you dig into the data, it's where's this data coming from? 
uh, with our platform, with uh, with photo sales, you're able to we, we make it actionable for our clients to quickly make adjustments. So they're able to see what packages are selling. Are people buying uh, in person immediately after the experience? Are they buying online? Um, if traditionally you were per- guests were purchasing primarily immediately after the experience on the boat, for example, or in the store. And then now all of a sudden, the majority are buying online. Well, what happened? Um, You don't have to run a bookkeeping report a month later, two months later. That's too late. You're only operating, most only operate in a small window. So you can look at that data and quickly make adjustments and see what's going on. And we can help you with that. So (laughs) Uh, I'm done with my analog ways. (laughs) (laughs) That's sexy. I think data is sexy, man. I I, I do. And, And I think it's super important. And I think that, no, that wasn't just ladies and gentlemen. I, I researched pick drive for four minutes. I, that was not like a lead. (laughs) Again, Neil's not paying to be on the show. Clearly I made it very uncomfortable (laughs) for him right off the get go. So I just like, I, we're very, very upfront about not selling. We're like, we don't do a lot of product stuff on here. We don't put our seal of approval. When you come on the show, it's almost like a de facto seal of approval. So that's why I'm almost like, yeah, man, like hit me with the sales because let me know what you guys are doing. But I, so it wasn't like I didn't lead this. I had no idea like that they had analytics, but you're going to get my heart every time with data and analytics, because if you're offering a data-driven solution, a data-driven approach to figure out how to optimize and optimize your conversions, like nothing, nothing makes my dick hard like that. Like that's my favorite. I, I love that shit, man. Like, well, cause you can't argue with numbers, right? So if you're providing that, if you're providing that in addition to streamlining someone's broken service, then I mean, look, if, if it's my pair of sailboat and I'm running the shit and I got two or three boats, I'm, gonna, I'm like, Hey dude, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Like I can, if, I don't need to show you numbers. I'll grab a big bag of brick of cash and I'll be like, there, there's, there it is, man. I'm, <laughs> I promise. I don't have it. I don't, there's a reason I don't have it <laughs> anywhere else but here. So we're good. But I believe that there's probably a ton of operators. Um, a vast majority of operators, uh, if they're smart, could use your products and services and and then use that data to help increase conversions. I mean, this is all of our business in the 21st century. One thing to add on there as well is what we view is the people that purchase the photos and videos are your best guests too. So it goes, you're also able to identify via their email that, Hey, these guests not only love the experience, they purchased the photos and video. Now you can add that to a specialized campaign or to nurture those or build up personas from. I got that. I love that. But my next question is we're sort of leading into that then. So are you, are you helping with uh, like um, brand recognition then as well as like, so they buy them online. Like what are you doing for the operator to help reinforce their brand? So that way where it's, it's kind of guest driven. Um, so when the guest gets their photos, it's with our platform, uh, they get a custom branded gallery. So it kind of fits two purposes. For the guest, it's the simple, easy to use, uh, one click, share it onto social media and one click, customize my gallery, choose my favorites. Um, so it hits that mark. And from the operator's perspective, it's uh, it's like a marketing landing page um and so when the guest is sharing they're sharing that page and it's building brand brand aware 
brand awareness, brand recognition amongst that guest, friends, and family uh, when they share it. The other thing as well with those guests that say your best guests who purchased the photos, we also have a button on there that they can review you on TripAdvisor, Google, whatever your goals are. Uh, and there's a whole bunch of other uh, marketing features in there. Everything's trackable, so it hits your data. Um, and as well, because we've kind of built our platform going, we want to be really good at photos and making photos simple and easy for tour operators. But there's tons of other platforms out there. So uh, if you want to connect it to others, you're able to do that. So you can use other marketing platforms like Thomas, for example, that's really good at figuring out how to attract your best customers as well. So Neil, I got I got a feature idea, and you might have already actually have this implemented. But is there a way with your software where you could uh, have a workflow that emails the customer about the same time that they uh, participated in the activity a year later, or however where that time frame is, with a photo that says, "Hey, uh, we miss you. Remember this." remember this moment, even if they didn't purchase the photo, but it, it can be like an ancillary service where you can actually, you know, send these, these marketing emails to the customer with that memory to invite them back. Is that something that has been done or I don't know, it just seems like it'd be something that might or, or, really or remarketing to them. It, yeah. It's like a photos. remarketing. Like yeah. I, if I got a, if I got an email from a tour that I went on and it has a picture of me and my son and my daughter and said, hey, we miss you. Here's a promo code. I just would go nuts over that because it's something that I would want to open. And D- Disney, Disney does something like Disney this. Disney does stuff, stuff just like that. Yes, they do. Yeah. So the on the reaching back to back to customers. So we, we also focus in on those that haven't purchased their photos. So they can automatically get an email for them to go view their photos by and, and purchase those so they can share and show off. Um, where we have focused our energy is going, there are some amazing marketing firms that uh, help tour activity operators build and nurture leads. So it's not, there. there's more to it rather than just getting an email to somebody who's probably not going to come back because most of our customers uh, don't have high return rates. Yeah. They, they do have return rates. Oh, I rates. know. Yeah, so It's about... It's about identifying your best customers, building out those personas and attracting more of them. And it's more than just one email with your photo going, uh, hey, remember this time. Uh, you got to build that relationship with that customer. And when so there's amazing firms out there that that do that and you can build into your marketing list um, those or e- email marketing, you can throw and build out personas into your your Facebook profiles uh, via Pixel. So there, there, there's more to it rather than one email. Um, and we give our customers the tools in order to, to do that by themselves. Um, and they generally have marketing teams and marketing firms doing that and building an engaged re- relationship with their customers. So. Yeah. So I think, I think, I think picked out a great idea. I got an even better idea. They give me 10 grand consulting fee. I come in one time and I fucking make sure their sales staff gets those photos, increases them in conversion rates, but there's going to be problems, man. <laughs> the American <laughs> way, bro. 10 grand cash. No, big no, man. no I, I think, I, I think, uh, 
I, I, I love, I love, and I, fi- I figured there had to be some kind of like value add and like branding and stuff like that. And I mean, there's a ton of, there's a, a ton of value in that. I'll, I'll set aside like the streamlining, like anybody who's listening to this, I mean, I, I might be a ball breaker. There's no way I sell this to my guys on a pair of sailboat. I, I just, I mean, and a lot of times these kids are like, they are not taking credit card. They are making them go to the ATM, getting the cash. Like, you know, I mean, they're 25 year old guys, man. They, they had spent 500 bucks in a, in a bar and a you know, so I, I might not be able to convert them, but for those of you guys that are looking for maybe like a better approach and you're marketing nerds and your data nerds and branding guys and anybody that listens to this show, 100% know that that's me. Uh, so, but I, I would be, I would just be remiss if I did not come after you super hard. <laughs> I, I, hope, I hope we can still be friends. I do, got, I do oh, have a couple like more that. questions for Neil. Neil, you integrate with the reservation software is correct. A handful of them. Um, yeah, we were, we, when we first launched, one of our big goals was just get integrated. And we were their first, like, per, uh, other than a waiver, we were like the first integrations that they were doing. So, yeah. And so walk us through, like, how does that integration work and how, and, and why is it better to be integrated than not? Uh, just saves more time uh, and makes more money to, to simplify it. Um, so with the reservations, there's some pros and cons to it, of course. The reservations, you're just getting the group leader. You're not getting everybody's email. Um, so that's at least you're getting one, one point of contact. Um, and with the information that comes through, you're able to automate a few things. So that's why also digital waivers are also can, can help as well because then you're getting more data. What ends up happening is you get that data in, you can, <laughs> the post-trip email, for example, so, um, or I'm just, my brain's going all over the place. The simplest thing is, and Kevin hasn't even spoken in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've, um, I've never battled the guys. I'm so sorry. <laughs> the, uh, yeah. Um, so simple to, to simplify. So in our platform, instead of typing out a full email, for example, you, uh, it auto completes it. Um, we can also work on automatically creating, creating albums. Um, then it goes to things where it's, we can see who's purchased and who hasn't based on their email. And then we can send a follow-up email to those guests that haven't purchased, connecting them directly to their tour photos. So they just go, oh, um, those are the photos from my trip. I can now buy online. And it's just seamless and brainless. And it's just simplified. So so, so you're saying yeah. that uh, in the post emails that the reservation software send out, there's there's a, a pick drive, um, there's a picture, or there's a link to go to your photos? Is that what... We send out our own independent email okay. that's just focused on photos, um, and that gets high higher conversion rates because we tested it. Yeah. We based our decisions on data. Um, it got higher conversion rates, higher open rates than just sticking a link in a regular follow-up email with yeah. multiple calls of action. And then it's only going to those guests that haven't purchased their photos. So, um, and then it makes it really easy. They click a link and it goes directly to their tour photos. Would you be able to share what the conversion is for um, you sending those emails out? I don't know off the top of my head. Have you experimented with SMS at all? 
We just I, that's just top of mind for me because we just we just got into it and uh, for our reviews and it's just it's been it's been a staggering response. So I, I was just wondering if if that's something if you're not currently doing like you're thinking about and that and just I'm gonna follow up with what you said, yeah. Kevin. That's what the uh, the Dolphin Cruise Company that I helped with pick put pick thrive on. They sent out emails and text messages at the end of each trip. They did a bulk text message, and I, that could have been one of the main reasons why they had extraordinary success. Is because you know ninety nine percent of people are opening up those text messages and clicking those links, and there's you know you PicDrive has a really good mobile interface, so they were like click it, saw the pictures, they scroll through, find the one with them in it, and boom, it's done. So that was a yes. And thank you for answering for Neil, Greg. I'm sure he appreciates that. <laughs> well, I'm sure he appreciates you protecting so, protecting him from me. Well, I'm not, it's not that I'm protecting him from me, but I've seen his, I've seen it work. But here's here's the main thing, and Neil and I spoke about this the other day. You can give someone the best software in the world, but if they don't know how to implement it properly, then they will never be successful with it. And I think Pick Thrive they give you the vehicle, but the operator has to get in and drive it. Well, and that's, okay. and that's the problem. Well, no, no that's I'm under it. attack here. No, it's fine. It's fine. You, can, you attack me. Like, come after me. No, well, we know we had a problem with, with I personally had a problem. I'm not going to talk about with who, but I had a problem with some digital software. And, and I thought I found it cumbersome. Yeah, I, I found it cumbersome. I thought there was a lot of features there that didn't, you know, work with my needs. And, it, you know, frankly, I just I wasn't a, I wasn't a huge fan. So, I mean, at the same point in time, you, you have to like target your audience too, man. Like these are, you know what I mean? Like, all right, I'm going to have my computer, my iPad, my phone set up. And, you know, it's like, and you're going to train kids, you know, your 20 year old fucking kid, you can barely handle a clipboard, a piece of paper, and you're going to try and show them how to use this stuff. So that was my follow-up question. I'm glad you brought it up. Is that, do you feel, and again, this is general. So I, I like to wax you like, you know, I mean, we're just talking, talking turkey here but is there become an inundation of too much of this stuff where it's like all right i'm gonna fucking because all right so you might have great conversion rates for um your pictures but what are your conversion rates on these reviews so if the conversion rates are less than somebody who's pitching me like say podium where dustin sells it steve sells it uh, uh, th- that uh, the guys that have been on the show before, other marketers, that they they pitch like SMS reviews. So if they're not trying to sell photos, their their main thing is trying to get reviews. And and it's like it's either you pick your poison or you're blowing people up. Like oh, let me hit you with my digital waiver. Now let me hit you with my digital remarketing photo package. Now let me hit you with my SMS text reviews. Like at some point, like it. it I feel like there begins to become a little bit of an information overload. And then you have companies, and I'm not saying that PickThrive is doing this, but I've, again, I had a company. I felt like they were trying to be everything to everyone. And it was just like, to me, like, okay, you're hitting the mark on this, but you know, I, am I going to use these other features that, that you're doing? You're, are, are you converting reviews for me? No, your thing is to get me, you know, people to sign waivers and stuff like this. So um, I mean, that's my, I guess that's a statement slash question is like, you know, with these value add-ons that you, you almost have to add because you're, you know, trying to sell a guy like me or because it's just a, a, your customers that they need that value. What do you say to that? I think you nailed it in that you gotta be good at like focus on one thing to be really good at it. And we're photo sales 
platform, which also has social sharing in it. Um, and that's what we focus on every single day. Um, how can we make it really easy? How can we make it better than what they ever used before? And we've worked behind Photodesk to do it. So part of like the big difference with photos versus asking somebody for reviews or uh, is or in multiple follow-up emails is the guest wants to look at the photos of themselves. Um, so they're they're getting something. Um, so they're in, engaging with with those photos. Um, and with our platform, it's we've got the review buttons there because it's easy to click on when you're looking and reliving that experience. Um, our, it's also tracked so you can see if people are clicking on them or not. Um, but if we could optimize, we're optimizing to make sure more guests are getting their photos and making it easier for the operator and better for the guest. Um, and and helping them improve their sales at, at the same time. Um, we're not going to be sending out 100 emails to go focused in on review or even sending out 100 emails to somebody going buy photos because that's right. not a good experience. Um, it, yeah. The best software nowadays is the most simple pieces of software. And, and I'll, I own a, a software business, a security software business, and it does one thing. It blocks people from making excessive logins to WordPress sites. All it does. There's no, there's no like uh, crazy features to it, or it's not multi-fast. There's no firewall protection or any of other crazy stuff. It just blocks people from making malicious logins. And we have a ton of subscribers and people absolutely love it. And it's funny because some people will use the software and they'll fork it and they'll do other things with it to make it fit their, their business. And we say no constantly to all these different crazy ideas that they bring to us because at the end of the day, like I want to focus on doing one thing extremely well, like the situation with the Dolphin Cruise Company. They took PickThrive and they kind of modified it in, into their their business the, the best way they, they could to increase conversion because every tour business, every rental business is ran a little bit different. So they're not going to have the same opportunities like Kevin did on the parasol boat to really capture you really capture people in that that time on the boat Phys physically physically you're gonna get these fucking photos you're gonna fucking die man can you imagine this face driving the boat being like are you gonna get these photos you're gonna be like yeah are you gonna kill my children while yeah. i'm up in the air like and, and it's, it's so important to to really look at your business and see what where the deficiencies are in your in your customer flows and use a software like PickThrive or any of these waiver softwares or reservation systems and kind of mod I mean, everybody that I know that uses our software waiver, they use it all differently. It's really funny. I mean, well, some of them use a hybrid. Some of them have paper and they have the reservation system. Some of them just use it for online bookings. They don't even use the admin side. So yeah. you just yeah. kind of have to take it and, yeah. and really do it do it the way that, that you that, think is yeah good. that's all that's it man like i don't know if we've been hanging out too long or but, like, <laughs> i mean I, I couldn't agree more man like i i, I was gonna put that at denim because i weren't sure if you're gonna fucking tech our guys to death or what man like because i will say man i get inundated and i'm terrible about buying shit i'm like what picked up sounds look great sign me up some rush yeah put me on fucking moms like look i got like 20 things that i'm just like i don't even know what any of these things do you know <laughs> i just get overloaded with tech because I'm like bright, shiny object syndrome, you know? So 
Greg, Greg hits it right on the head. And I know a lot of us are like that. You know, we see these things, we think they're great. We think they're fucking cool, but it's like, man, they can get super overwhelming. So you have to, you have to figure out a system that works for you because you might be on a parasail boat going like 90% conversions. Fucking what? Like, you know, on a bad day, but I'm at 20%. Like what the hell, you know? And, and, and short of going out there and, 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 and like I said, like training these guys on like hardcore sales and crushing it on the boat like that, you know, you might just opt in for something like pick drive and make it, you know, sort of e- easy and seamless, you know, to, to put together a system. And I think that's what it comes down to. You have to have systems and processes and whether it be, you know, pick drive or, uh, a fucking werewolf or a waiver or what and all these tech companies that are offering products and integration podium whatever it may be that you're going to integrate you integrate this stuff you still have to make sure yeah brand still up there but also that the soul of your company is still in there it sounds like neil and pick thrive you guys have a you're doing a pretty good job at, at putting that together i'm sorry i had to put you on the hot seat uh, but you know, I, we, I gotta be honest, man, they, these guys would not listen to us and they would not trust us if we came and endorsed that just openly endorsed every product that came to our door. So I might call you guys up. I mean, our photo did piss poor this year. And, and, and so I don't oh, know. Really? They're terrible. My dolphin photos were terrible. Yes, What's that? How come? Yeah. Um, I had a terrible system. I, I just didn't have a system and process. Like we had our team and I was just like, I put it on an online checkout and I, I put it on the, I gave them a, their, 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 fo- their thing out there. And if they bought them online, they bought them online. If they pitched them, I just didn't put that much effort into it. I didn't figure out a system and process that works. Um, maybe pick dives that solution. Um, but, but, it, but isn't that the, the kind of the issue that most operators have is that, you know, I just don't have time for it. That's gotta, yeah. that's gotta be the number one thing that I hear when I say, Hey, why don't you implement all these different ancillary things? Why don't you buy some kayaks and rent them with your boats? Or why don't you get some paddle boards? It's like, Oh, I don't, I don't want to mess with it. I don't, I don't got the, I don't got the time for it. And I think that's the, that's the thing that's, you know, you softwares like pick thrive are supposed to kind of make things a little easier, even though it's, you're not, you might not get the same response if you had one person hired just to do photos. Yeah, you can make more money doing that. But isn't this all about think, have, being more efficient? I'd rather have less employees and slightly less revenue than a ton of employees than a little more revenue. This just seems like a lot, a lot of headache when you have to think about workers comp and having to manage more employees and and you know people not showing up things like that neil hit it on the head though it's the one-to-one and that's that's the most that's where those on the parasable and then the incentivization you know my guys aren't incentivized i mean they lose cameras in the water so it makes it really hard for me to incentivize them you know what i mean like you fucking drop the camera in the water i'm like oh damn you but uh it's one-to-one that's right it, so if you're one-to-one if you're a photographer and you're selling photos and it's like that's your bread and butter and you're just out there like and you're selling those people like right there on the spot of course you're gonna have those really super high conversion rates but if you're an owner like me that's like man i'd like to tack on an extra four or five grand you know and, and then maybe we can like now it's become problem i mean i can cut my company in and i don't have time to think about like setting up an entire system and you know like racking my brain where i could just set up a digital answer and it be and it be done so just so we're clear here again i was like i wanted to get the 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 coming after you part out of the way so i could see the good so i could i could be like all right i see the value in this you know uh but yeah it makes sense just wanted to kind of jump in to your point where you had all these different pieces you're trying to put all these pieces together and the sales didn't follow through and you're like well what's the point in 
you, you've been doing this and guides are losing cameras. Mm -hmm. uh, so why even buy new cameras? Sure. Um, so these are the opportunities and stuff that we'd look at and go, well, it's all about ease of use and it's easy for your staff because they're the ones who have to take the photos and uh, take some good photos and then easy for your guests. And so that's kind of like where our software comes in, where you still have to take those pictures. And um, then the uh, all that staff have to do is just essentially, if you want the simplest way is just drag and drop and the checkout flow is easy for guests. There's nothing else for you to set up. Um, and it's that ease of use. And we've seen uh, customers that we onboard where they have a complicated system or, or their process is clunky and their sales are low. So you're that, that. It's me. I'm your ideal customer. <laughs> so. oh, but who's a real salesman here? Canada. <laughs> hey, you guys should do like a proprietary camera, man. You guys should like, like engineer a camera. You just take it and fucking boop, boop, just up like <laughs> database, man. That would really, you know, and then, and then fucking like rent them or sell them the cameras too. <laughs> well, that kind of goes to like do one thing really well. Even that text is extremely hard. And, oh, I bet. I bet. And, uh, internet and out on a boat and weather and uh, power. And trust me, I, I had a guy. I, I kid you not, man. He was like, he called me up and he was like, he was like, hey, Kevin. I was like, what's up, man? He was like, yeah, I, uh, uh, man. I look back off the back of the jet ski and the Pelican case was gone. And I was like, <laughs> you're saying that a weird way, man. Uh, you mean you lost my camera with the entire Pelican case? He's like, yeah. And I was like, I mean, they float. So it had to be like a long time ago. Like, do you ever look behind you when you're driving at all? Are you just like off in La La Land? I was, I was not happy. But but then I would be like, oh, now the $10,000 proprietary pick drive camera fucking coming out of your paycheck. Man, I might think I have a great idea. I'm going to call it Dick Thrive because I'm such a dick. <laughs> Can we edit that part out? Absolutely not. <laughs> no, no. We that <laughs> Everything uh, stays in, man. <laughs> hey, Neil, uh, we appreciate you coming on the show. This was uh, quite the colorful episode, as always. Uh, but before you go, tell us a little bit about how people can get in touch with you or get more information about Pick Thrive. Uh, yeah, uh, go. Yeah, thank you so much for for having me as well. It's awesome conversation, and uh, thanks for asking good tough questions as well. Uh, I like that. The uh, to learn more about Pick Thrive and what we do, go to pickthrive.com, P-I-C Thrive.com, and uh, if you want to reach out there, there's a little form uh, in there, or you can send me an email as well personally. My email is Neil at pickthrive.com. Oh, I'm going to be emailing you a ton, man. We're going to, me and you, I got so many ideas for you. Well, and, and Neil, you're going to be in San Diego, maybe at a rival for a rival. Possibly? Yeah. Okay. Uh, possibly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, a team member will definitely, a team be member there will definitely. Be there. Oh, come yeah. on, man. Hey. Let me, let me, let me buy you a really expensive sparkling water, man. Come on. <laughs> I, I, I don't drink, so I must use sparkling water. Now, I'm going to check this out, but can you show me that again? What's it called? Live. I love, I just love the. That's awesome. Liquid death. Oh, that's the, the French version. There we go. English. You know I don't speak another language. <laughs> I love it. That is so awesome. What, is it worth it? What's, what's expensive? Sir? How much is expensive? What did that cost? Uh, this from the store. Well, it's in Canadian dollars. So uh, it was five fifty. So it's pretty, that's pretty expensive. Steep. That's pretty yeah. steep. I want to try yeah. it, though. I, I'm yeah. in. 
All right, you come to San Diego. <laughs> come to San Diego, man. We'll 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 drink. We'll, we'll, we'll get up. some hop waters and some liquid death, and it'll be a fun time. It'll be fun, man. We'll threaten right. some tourists to buy some pictures. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Hey, thanks again for listening, and as always, stay awkward. You've been listening to the Awkward Water Sport Guys podcast. If you're in the water sport industry, this is the podcast that brings the business perspective to parasailing, jet and ski boat rentals, sailing, snorkeling, and everything else. We hope you've gotten some useful and practical information from this show. Be sure to sign up to our email list at watersportpodcast.com and subscribe in your favorite podcast app. We'll see you next time. And thanks for listening. Thanks again for listening, and we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you haven't done so already, please take a moment to subscribe and leave us a review on your favorite podcasting platform. And if you have further thoughts, questions, or comments about this episode, head to our Facebook group, Watersport and Boat Tour Operators, to continue the conversation. See you next time.